Hi everyone, this is Psychic Medium Miss Sarah with the Psychic Medium School. I hope you're all doing well today. So for those of you who are listening for the first time, I, I'm a psychic development mentor and I also help uh, mentor psychics and tarot readers and help them grow their business on Etsy. For those of you that have listened for a really long time, I have, I'm not in charge of the Exploring Claire group. I passed that on to a new admin. I'm really excited about it. Uh, Zinzi Spears is an amazing admin and I really feel like she's going to grow the group and continue uh, what, what we started to grow as a community. I'm, I think that's going to be wonderful. I've still, I'm still part of the community. I'm just not the admin anymore because I wanted to be able to focus on psychic development itself and doing the master classes and helping with Etsy audits. So I'm really excited moving forward to be able to focus more on that. So today we're going to talk about my seven tips for psychics and tarot readers. Now, if you're getting ready, preparing to start your business, uh, this list may be a little advanced, but it'll still work and it's still going to be a useful list for you. But really, I made this list for uh, psychics or tarot readers that have already started selling uh, their readings. These are some really, really good um ideas that I wanted to share with you guys to help you grow your business. So the first tip I have is to continuously do market research. It's really important because uh, businesses change. Things change, obviously, with the economy, and there's a lot of different aspects that change a business. So it's important that uh, you know where you're going to put your revenue to make to be the most effective. So I see a lot of people when they first start a psychic or tarot business, they're throwing money at a website, a website designer, all this stuff that isn't really necessary. So honestly, that's why I started off on Etsy because I have started several different businesses uh, throughout my time and I am really honestly, I'm cheap. So when it comes to business, I really think you should try to get the most bang for your buck. That means not just throwing money at your business hoping something works, right? So if you want a fancy website and that, that's, that's fine, uh, but you better know how to get traffic to that website. So really focus on where you're putting uh, your money because the whole point in having a business is to make some revenue. You can give free readings all day long, but some at some point you're going to run out of energy and money and then you're not going to be able to offer that because then you have to go back to your 9 to 5, right? So I really think it's important to be very aware of where you're spending your money when it comes to your business. So for tip 2, I already told you that it's very important to spend your money wisely when it comes to your business. Tip two is Cash App. So there's going to be a link in the description uh, for Cash App. So if you've never used it before, it'll uh, help you download the app. It's really easy to use. You can do that from your phone as well. There's a lot of different platforms out there that you can, or, you know, uh, payment processors. I love Cash App because it's, it's free. You don't have any charges. So like, let's say I purchase a reading. When I pay you for the reading, it isn't costing either one of us an additional fee. So if you say my reading's $40, um, here's my Cash App link, uh, it's not going to charge 
me any extra besides that $40 and it's not going to charge you any extra as far as fees go. You know, in other platforms, they have different rules. So like PayPal, I love PayPal. However, um, when it comes to PayPal, if you're providing spiritual services, that's an area that they don't, as a company, I don't think they really like to, uh, you know, offer payment processing services to because the likelihood of a um, reverse payment reversal is is higher. So the newer payment processing uh, features or apps are, are better. And for me, Cash App is one of them. Uh, it's really easy to use and uh, you don't obviously no fees. You cannot beat that. No fees. Okay. So tip number three is to start an email list. When you're doing an email list and you're collecting that data, you are going to get return clients. And it's a lot easier to keep a client than it is to get a new client. So if you're continuously uh, contacting, and I don't think people should, you have to be real careful about how often you're emailing people, of course. I would say no more than every two weeks, but at least do something monthly. Like if you're doing a sale or if you have some information that you think would help people that does apply to the uh, type of service that you offer, that is an amazing way to continue to connect with your clients. So then tip number four is I like Facebook groups, uh, but I think a lot of people have difficulty when they're first starting out because it takes a lot of time to grow. However, I think it's important that you have one to two platforms, social media platforms, that you focus your attention on. So if it's TikTok uh, and Instagram and that's what you like, do that. I wouldn't focus on too many different social media platforms because then you're spreading yourself too thin and you're trying to uh, continuously uh, provide content to that platform for your viewers. So really just focus on one or two, especially to start with. Tip number five is to offer a list of services. This really will help you with cross-selling. So let's say you offer love readings, um, but you also offer uh, past life readings. If, if your client can see on a, a you know a visual image or a list that you have that you offer those different services it's going to help you a lot with cross selling so if your clients they may not know the other services that you offer so that's just an easy way to uh, to cross sell and to grow your business so tip number 6 is to be yourself so typically as a business owner of any kind you attract clients that are like you so they're normally in similar uh, uh, areas, they're normally uh, a lot of the time are around the same age and have the same interests as you. So it's important that you be yourself so you attract the ideal clients. Now tip number seven is to use simple terms. By this I mean uh, there's a lot of different terms we use as uh, psychics or tarot readers that the typical client may not understand. So we have to simplify some things so they can understand exactly what uh, a service entails. And when you're doing a reading, that's just a very good way to, um, 
for the client to identify with you if you're using simpler terms. You know, like when you go to the doctor and they use a, a really technical term and you're just like, what is that? I have to Google it. Um, you don't want your clients to do that. You know, they, they shouldn't have to do too much work to figure out what you're trying to tell them or what service you're trying to offer. So really try to simplify those things um, and make it easy for uh, uh, current clients and potential clients to understand what your, um, what your services entail and what their reading entails as well. So uh, those are the seven tips I have for psychics and tarot readers uh, in their business. And I hope you guys all enjoyed this. I do look forward to having more episodes that we talk about psychic development as well. Thank you guys all for listening and I hope you guys have an amazing day.